Let's start from the beginning. Please present yourself and who are you? Ismi Khalid Jamil Saeed Musmar. My name is Khalid Jamil Saeed Musmar. Min Mawalid Medina Nablus. I was born in Nablus. Fi Sabahin September Al Futasamiya Wahadwarbain. In the twenty seventh of September nineteen forty one. And I lived uh, experienced in Nakba in Nablus during nineteen forty eight. Mm-hmm. I as the Back then I didn't understand what it means for these women and children to to force to leave to our uh, city, Nablus, in trucks, mm. in big cars, trucks. Mm. Many people, Palestinian people, were expelled and forced to leave their villages, their homes. And I, I saw old men, young men, children, women, all above each other inside these trucks. Where, where did they come from? I didn't know. Yeah. But, uh, what I knew is that they were coming from near villages, near cities oh. around Nablus. And when I استغربت لماذا هم مطرودين من مساكنهم. When I saw this, I was I felt strange and I was shocked. Why are they coming here like this? كنت في حوالي عمري حدود ست سنوات. I was like six years old. وبدأت أبحث عن ما الذي جرى لهم. And I started to wonder what happened to them. I wanted an answer. هذا يدل أن الطفولة تستطيع أن تميز صحيح كنا نعتقد أن الأطفال لا يميزون ولكن على نفسي وجدت أنني أريد أن أبحث عن هذا الوضع. So this is an indication. So this is an indication that children can understand, can realize. Sometimes we think that sometimes we think that children might not understand, but they are curious. They want answers as well. They can realize what's happening around them. So this this is um, this is an example that kids can understand things on a, in an early age. You you were a kid like that. Yeah. Where did you get that from? من وين جاك هذا الشيء من شخصيتك من وين يعني؟ لا أدري ولكن أعتقد أن الطفل يحاول أن يبحث دائما عن شيء كل جديد. I am not sure, but I believe that children also always try to explore and. Find answers. وكنا نسكن في منطقة قريبة من مدرسة اسمها النجاح. We were living in an area near a school that was called Al-Najah. وتم إفراغ الشاحنات هذه في هذه المدرسة. الناس سكنوا جوا. سكنوا جوا. سكنوا. 
So people inside these drugs uh, dwelled in this school. They settled in this school. So I entered the school to see their circumstances, the way they were sitting inside. Mm-hmm. So there were many families, women, men and children. They were all seated inside the big hall inside that school. Ah, so they divided this big hall and they gave each family a couple of meters. وَوَضَعُوا مَا بَيْنَ كُلْ أُسْرَةَ وَأُسْرَةَ سِتَارَةَ زي curtains mm. يعني هيك. Yes. And they divided the, the whole with curtains mm-hmm. to separate the families mm-hmm. So it was very uh, كان وضع مؤلم جدا So it was very very painful and very awful أطفال يبكون The, the children were crying لا تدري ماذا تفعل And women didn't know what to do رجال And men were very angry. This is what I noticed from my first experience at that school when I entered to see what's happening. And how could you understand what you were seeing? How did you process this? What were your conclusions? Could you, could you, could you understand it? هذا الشيء الغريب الذي استطعت ان اميزه فيما بعد This is the odd thing that I was able to understand maybe later on آه. ان الاطفال فعلا يستطيعون ان يروا ما زالت الصوره في مخيلتي حتى هذه اللحظه The children can really see and realize I still have the image inside my head آه. آه. في وقت لاحق وكانت المأساة شديدة وكان هناك جو ماطر ثم أثلجت. So later on the situation was really bad. It rained heavily then it it began to snow. بدأت تشكيلة الأنروا. So the Enura came and they started to, to establish camps. In some lands around. At that period, it was very stormy and it's also snow. Beside the school, there was also a kindergarten. Some of the refugees sent their kids to this kindergarten next to the school. جميل بالنسبة للطفل أن يرى الثلوج على الأرض. It was a beautiful thing for a kid like me to see to see it snowing. وكنت أنظر, أنظر من شباك بيتنا إلى البساط الأبيض. I was looking through our window in my room 
Uh, I was looking at the white uh, co- carpet. Uh, w- yes, white. Yeah, the carpet. Yes, this, carpet yeah. that covered the place outside my house. من المدرسة الروضة خرج طفل. من الروضة خرج طفل ينظر إلى هذا البساط الأبيض. وأنا أرى. Ah, I was able to see a boy coming out from the kindergarten to play with the snow. طفل أصغر مني. He was younger than me. في حالة استغراب مشى الطفل وهو حافل قدمين على هذا البساط الأبيض. I was so shocked that the kid was walking barefoot on the snow. وكأنه يريد أن يكتشف ما هذا الشيء الموجود. It's like he wanted to explore what is this white thing. خطوة خطوتين ثلاثة توقف وبدأ بالصراخ والعياط. So one step, two, then the third, he started to crumble and cry. Crying, do you think? Is what 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 is what touches you in this story? Would you say? Mandar Masawi, and there are tefil. Musharat. It was a tragedy to see a homeless boy just oh. like this. Wajatu nafsi fi. I saw myself in him. Ah. Before we go on, perhaps you just can give us a little little. Feeling for your own home, then, where you, where you come from, your parents and siblings and so on. Just, if, I don't want to interrupt the story really, but you get a little curious about your situation because this guy, this boy, touches you so hard. So, what's what was your situation behind the window? بس هو صار عنده يعني اهتمام يعرف منك هالقد متأثر احكي لنا شوي عن جو عائلتك كنا أسراء والدي موظف حكومة My father worked for the government as an employee لم يكن موجود في نابلس في تلك الفترة He wasn't present there in Nablus at that time هو كان مساح معماري كيف يعني مسح الأراضي؟ آه آه هاي ما بعرف شو نسيت الكلمة آه سير زي أركيتكتشر أركيتكتشر آه آه هي was like an architecture آه architecture not engineer نعم architecture هي ما كان يبني يعني not building yes ما كان يبني يعني بس الرسومات architecture فكان دائما يتنقل من مدينة إلى أخرى لمسح تلك المدن هذه وظيفته. So he 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 moved from a city to another to give the blueprints of these cities or towns. كنا أسرة كبيرة أطفال بنات وصبيان. We were a big family, boys and girls. How many siblings? كانت النتيجة ستة من البنات وأربعة من الأولاد. 
We were six do- uh, girls and four boys. Ah. Could you give the, their names? Do you remember what the names are? Of course. <laughs> of course. You want the names? Yes, please. Sorry. Kubra uh, Khawla. My eldest sister was called Khawla. الأخت اللي الرقم اثنين كان أخي تميم. The second boy. was my brother Tamim. Third was ليلى أو جهاد. والرابع هيام والخامس. Uh, the fourth was Hiyam and the fifth was Ghassan. What about Layla then? Layla. Layla. What was Jihad? What does that mean? It has two names, uh-huh. Jihad and Layla. Okay. So we know her as Jihad because it was uh, during the British mandate. Ah. There is a revolution against yes. the British. Yes. So we call it Jihad. Uh-huh. They call it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. هيام بعد جهاد ثم غسان بعد غسان أنا خالد أفضل غسان اسمي خالد وبعد خالد محمد نافذ اسمه مركب محمد نافذ محمد نافذ وبعد محمد نافذ دلال. Then after that came دلال. وبعد دلال نوال. And then نوال. ثم سهام. Then سهام. And and your father's name what was that? His name. Ah, Jamil. Jamil. Yes. And your mother. Suhaila. And I guess she didn't. She worked at home. She was. Uh, yes. Yeah. She had enough with the kids. كانت of course. طبعا بالنسبة للأم الفلسطينية كانت هي تهتم في كل شيء في البيت. Yes, the Palestinian mother takes care of everything in the house. خاصة وأن الأب دائما مسافر. Especially that my father was always traveling. بسبب شغله. Because he had uh, work to do outside. Uh, and were you middle class, would you say, economically, or where were you? I was middle-class. Family that that you were closer to of uh, your parents and your siblings. كنت قريب من حدا شيء طبيعي يعني هذه أمور الأسرة كانوا علشان كنت أنا صغير أسمر دائما يسموني أبو سمرة. Oh, it's a normal thing to have close relationship, but because I had this brown skin. They used to call him the brownies or something. The brownie? Like the brownie <laughs> guy. Who? Who called you that? All the family. Uh-huh. In the f- oh, you were darker than the rest. Yes. How come? Yes, we. How have... come? Ah, yes. في العجيب يعني البطن زي المزرعة بيخرج. Mother, you know, my mother home was like a farm. It's usually like this scene. Yeah. ف بنرجع للجينات القديمه 
Yes, because of our genetics, maybe I oh, we, I, I had the dark skin. شقيق جدي كان أحمراني جنجي. So the brother of my grandfather was redheaded. Oh, ginger. Ginger. So لذلك تجدي أختيام حمراء. So my my sister Hiam was also ginger or redheaded. محمد وايت أبيض. And my brother Muhammad was blonde. مشكر. و يعني تجدي الأصفر مع الأشقر مع الأحمر. يعني كل الألوان. يا ما هو different. But were you treated differently because you was a brownie? No, no, they liked it. They liked it. Yes. Good. They liked it. But did you feel different? أنت كنت هزواك إنك يعني مش عاجبك أو مختلف. لا مبسوط. No, I was content with my skin tone. كانت يعني محببة بالنسبة لهم. سمار جميل بالنسبة لهم. Ah, it meant something beautiful for them. My my skin tone was they considered it beautiful. علشان هيك أنا في رواية في قصة صغيرة أرويها. That's why I want to tell you a story. عندما كان جدي في نابلس وهو من شخصيات معروفة في نابلس. When my grandfather was living in Nablus, and he was a very well-known man back then. فدائما بيته يجمع فيه الأصدقاء والجيران. So he used to gather his friends, the family, you know, inside his house. وكان الوحيد في الحارة التي نسكن بها ما يملك جهاز راديو كبير. He was the only one owning a radio in the town back then, or in the village back then. No, no, in the district. In the district. In the whole district. When is this? What what year about? Maybe in 1950 or 1952. So people gathered in his house to listen to the radio, and I always want used to sneak as well to listen. فمن هنا لاحظ أن الطفل دائما يحب المعرفة والاستطلاع. From here also we can understand that children always love to learn new things and to explore new things. أريد أن أرى ماذا يتحدث هؤلاء الكبار. I wanted to know what are these old men are talking about or adults are talking about. فكان الراديو على إذاعة اسمها ركن السودان من القاهرة. ركن so there was a channel that was called Rukun al-Sudan that used to broadcast from Cairo. There was a what? A channel that was called Rukun al-Sudan that used to broadcast from Cairo, Egypt. Okay. Rukun al-Sudan, جدي لاحظ أنني أستمع إليها بشغف. So I can still memorize some of the Sudanese songs that were broadcasted on that channel, and my grandfather noticed that I love to listen to these songs. Passionately. فضحك وقال لي يا جدي هذول أرايبك. 
So my grandfather laughed and he told me, these are your, your relatives. Because of my life. Because you look like an Egyptian. Like Sudanese. Or Sudanese, okay, even Sudanese. Could you sing one of the songs for us? Just a little bit. Maybe I remember next. Okay, thank you very Anyhow, على كل حال أنا بهرني منظر الراديو الكبير. I was astonished at the sight of the big radio. بالنسبة لي كان كال كال يعني زي ال الخزانة. It was like a cabinet to me, so big. وأردت أن أرى أبحث عن المذيع خلف الراديو. And I was looking for the presenter behind the radio. فدخلت خلف الراديو. فوجدت بطارية زي بطارية السيارة. So I went behind the radio and all I was able to find is the battery. It was a huge battery like the car battery. وبعدين بعض اللمبات الكبيرة. And some big lamps. Yes. Of course after that we see the television. After that we was able to see the television. Yeah, maybe we could go back to where we left. You were standing in your room, looking out through the window, enjoying yes. the snow, then the poor boy is coming out, and what what happened? And he crumbled, I guess someone, did someone go and pick him up, or how did he get in again? No, I, I uh, after that, uh, his mother maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, his mom heard his voice, so she right. came and picked him up. Yeah. خرجت لاستطلاع المخيمات لاستطلاع بالنسبة للطفل العجيب Later on I wanted to go and explore the camps mm-hmm. I had this fond of exploration I wanted to discover new things وجدت أن بعض الخيم قد سقطت على ساكنيها من ثقل الثلج So I found out that some tents fell off on the people living inside because the snow was so heavy وكان بعض الرجال يحاولون أن يزيحوا الثلوج عن مخيماتهم. And some men were trying to remove the snow over their tents. في فترة لاحقة ورأيت بعض سيارات الجيش تتجه إلى جنين. So after that, I saw some army vehicles heading to Jinnia. Then I knew that these are from Iraq, from the Iraqi army. And I heard that they were going to defend uh, the town of Jinnia. This is during the Nakba. هذا في البداية أول ما شفت التركات اللي جاية فيما بعد لا كانت ولكن فيما بعد عرفت أن الجيش العراقي عندهم عدم القتال وقالوا العبارة المشهورة ما بدهم يقاتلوا يعني ما بدهم يقاتلوا يعني 
ما عندهمش ما عندهمش اوامر القتال then i knew that the iraqi army didn't have an intention to fight or to defend Jenin because they didn't have order. They said we don't have orders. فبقوا في جنين لم يتحركوا إلى المدن التي احتلتها العصابات الإسرائيلية. So they settled in Jenin and they didn't go to the villages and towns that that were occupied by the Israelis. فيما بعد بسبب هذه المشكلة حصل ثورة في العراق. وأطاحت بالنظام العراقي الموجود هناك. Because of this problem, because of what happened, we knew that there was a revolution and a protest in Iraq. لسبب هذا. Yes, because of what happened. Against the regime in Iraq or the the system. طبعاً هذا كان في العام 1956. This was during. 56. This was during 1956. The revolution in Iraq. بس أنت حكيت هاي أول النكبة. لا بقول أنا فيما بعد. This is later on. Later on, because of they don't have anything to, they don't have orders to fight the Israelis. After that. Fifty-six. Yes. That's the Suez Channel, right? Fifty-six in Egypt. The war. The war about the Suez Channel. That's fifty-six. It's another another thing. Absolutely. Yes. But this, how do you connect this to the Nakba, nineteen fifty-six? What's the connection? The connection is that the Iraqis say that they they don't have orders to fight from the from their leadership. But was there a war in After Palestine that, at that time, 56? No. I mean in Iraq. In Iraq, what, what happened because of this... Uh, uh, that's not really the Nakba story. This is something else, you're telling me. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Something else. Uh, no. no. Stay, stay with the Nakba. We, we have two Nakbas that we can talk about. With the first one, of course, 48, and the second one, 67. Right. If you, if you, if you like. This is beside. Uh, is I mean I have to. We have <laughs> okay. You have to think of the listeners because they will turn on thinking mm-hmm. they will learn something about the Nakba, and you start talking about Iraq '56. Janine, it doesn't you know. Okay. It's an interesting thing, but it, it's another program. Anyway, um, what what did you go see the camps? Yes. And this is tents at that time. Yes. Of course. And it's snow and it's cold, right? And what what did you see as a kid? This made me think. Why do these people have no homes? They were expelled from their homes. Why do these people have no homes? They were expelled from their homes. Why do these people have no homes? And why can they go back to their homes? And they're living in a very bad situation here. بدأت أعرف أنه هناك مجموعة من العصابات الصهيونية في تلك الفترة سلحتهم بريطانيا. Then I learned that there were Zionist gangs that were armed by the British army. والجيش البريطاني انسحب. من المدن الفلسطينية وتركت بأيدي هؤلاء 
So the British army withdrew its forces from the Palestinian towns, but they left everything to the Jews. Mm. The weapons, the guns, everything. Mm. And what what happened in your town? This is Nablus, right? Nothing happened in Nablus. Why? Because the Israelis did not enter this area. And why? Maybe they had had enough at that time with the other villages. Let's stay and talk about Al-Nakba. Mm-hmm. So uh, they use the tents to make schools for these kids. Mm-hmm. They use the tents as schools for the children, for mm-hmm. the refugees. Mm-hmm. But I was in one of the schools that was a building, not a tent. Mm-hmm. Because I was living in the city. Sure. But the refugees were living in camps and they had schools only, tent schools, not buildings. Mm. So students with good grades would go to the our schools, the ah. schools with ah. buildings. So they could leave the tent school? Yes. Mm. Uh, these things were originally came from So I remember one of the prominent, very good students that came to my school. So the principal of our school took him in, on a tour mm-hmm. and he was singing, uh, he entered our classes and was singing a very beautiful song uh-huh. and very touchy song uh-huh. about our homeland. Uh-huh. And he, he had a very beautiful sound, mm-hmm. very beautiful voice. وأذكر الأنشودة عليك من السلام يا أرض أجدادي ففيك طاب المقام وطاب إنشادي. So I remember part of the song. It was peace, peace might might peace be upon you, my land. You are the land of my ancestors. Ah, and what what was the melody? What was the melody? Ah, عليك من السلام يا أرض أجدادي. Like this. You also have a very beautiful voice. (laughs) Maybe not like the boy, but still. Okay, sorry. So the owner was giving us aids, food, uh, and especially powder milk. It was the first time we, we knew about the uh, powder milk. But hold on, 
the, uh, UNRWA was aiding the refugees, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you say we, were you part of this program? You were living already in the city. Did you get any help from UNRWA? No, no, no. No, no, no. So it's not we, it's them. Because the 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 مكان اللي كانوا يعملوا فيه الحليب تحت بيتنا. Because the place that were they were preparing the milk that it was near our house. So I was able to see. Yeah, you were able to see. But when you when you say we, you actually mean they, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. No, no. But uh, you know, I, I want to follow your story here. Okay. But maybe you but felt we, or maybe you feel we. I don't know. I was feeling like, like a part of them and yeah. I want to help them and do something. Yeah, that's what I, you, um, what's the word in English? Describe uh, Help me. You, uh, you almost feel like a refugee, you, you, you're feeling very strong for them, so it, it becomes a we. Right. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I understand. So, so it's a we. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we wanted to get a milk, we would go to the cow or we would get some milk from the sheep, but we were, or the goat, but we were not used to I see this powder milk. So I have never drank Azdakal Haliyat. We didn't use to take from that milk or drink from that milk because we knew it was for the refugees. Mm. One of the things that uh, the owner who I used to give also was the fish oil. Uh-huh. Mm. It wasn't even in belts, just regular uh, it oil. Isn't, it doesn't taste good. Yes. <laughs> because I tasted it. You did. It's terrible. So when we were in the school, they brought some of this fish oil for the students. So I tasted it back then. They gave us like samples. So I tasted it and I started to vomit after. Really? Vomit? Did you become friend with this boy that came from the camp, the good student that was singing so nice? Were you? I'll tell you later. Okay. Yes. I'll uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was في طبعا عندما كبرت When I became an adult. المدرسة والجامعة وكانت دراستي في القاهرة. So after I graduated from school then the university I studied in Cairo. فكنت عائد من القاهرة إلى بيتنا في عمان عندما انتقل أبي إلى العمل في عمان. 
So I was going back to Amman because my family had a house there. My family settled in Amman. Mm. House here. Mm. House here. Mm. In Amman. Yes. Not there. Here. No, I don't I I jumped so I can speak about the boy you asked about. Uh, So I found that boy I mentioned uh, with a good voice. I saw him with his mother sitting on my father's house. But at that moment I didn't realize it was him. So my parents told me this boy and this is his mother is the one you uh, met in, uh, in school uh, in the past. Rajul. He became an adult, a big man, and his mother became an old woman. Back to the past, to the Nablus. So uh, his mother, this boy, and my mom were neighbors. They were like friends. So one day I was coming back from school to, to our house, and but I couldn't find anyone in the house. It was locked up, the door even. It was closed. I couldn't enter. So my neighbor, the boy's mom, heard that I'm knocking on the door, that I was knocking, knocking to enter. So she went out and she came to me and she said, your mom is not here. She told me to tell you that she's visiting her family now. And she gave me a bread of loop and something. Ah, she, she gave him a bread, some bread and a fig. And a fig. Yes. I still remember <laughs> it was the most delicious thing I've ever tasted in my life. But didn't your mother tell you that she was leaving for her family? No, she didn't tell me. I just figured out that she's not home. Yeah, this woman told me that my mom is not here. Is this how your family worked? The parents just went and you had to take care of yourself? Come again, please. Is this how how it worked in your family that your mother could leave for, from one day to another and you had to take care of yourself? She didn't, she didn't inform you, you know, basics? No, no, no. 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 No, no
مستعجله او ميبي شي ونت ارجنتلي فور ربما لا ادري ميبي اي ام There were no mobiles to call. <laughs> of course. So you could, she couldn't inform me. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, should we jump to 1967, perhaps? And how that affected ah. you personally? Uh, I want to talk about, about 1948 first. It sure. me I felt I have to do something for for these people in order to, to enable them to go back to their houses and homes. طبعاً في العدوان اللي حصل على مصر في العام ستة وخمسين. ستة. ستة وخمسين. So during 1956 there was a war against Egypt. العدوان الثلاثي. مصر ومين؟ ضد مصر كان بريطانيا وفرنسا وإسرائيل. I thought you, I thought you just said you wanted to talk about During that war, my father used to work in Amman. So he used to leave for the whole week. He was absent during the whole week, and then he used to come to Nablus for only two days, to stay for two days. This gave me a lot of freedom to move, to do whatever I want. <laughs> so I was trying, I was able to learn new things, to discover new stuff. You're, you're 15 now, right? Can I This is when we were in Amman. Yeah, but uh, are you, this is 1956. Then you are كان هناك من زملائي عدد من اللاجئين الفلسطينيين. أحدهم كان في مخيم الحسين هنا في عمان. أحد هؤلاء الطلاب. وكنا ندرس سويا في بعض Sometimes we used to study together. يأتي إلى بيتنا في عمان ومرة قال لي لماذا لا تأتي إلينا ندرس في بيتنا. So he used to come to my house so we can get study together but one time he asked he said why don't you come to my house so we can study together. So I went to camp Al Hussein camp and I saw the refugees there. And I felt the pain after I saw how this family was living in the camp. 
بيت من زينكو والأرضية تراب So they, the, the house walls were, were made of zinco it's like uh, aluminum mm. but the, the floor there was no floor no, it was yes ah. the soil and the dust yeah. mm. so uh, he had uh, many siblings all of them were very young the mm. children that were very young and all of them are living in this miserable situation mm. هذا أيضا جعلني أفكر أنه لا بد أن يكون هناك حل لهؤلاء. So this made me think that I should find the solution for this, for these people, poor people. هذا الوقت كان رئيس المصري جمال عبد الناصر. During that time, Jamal Abdul Nasser was the president in Egypt. وكان دائما يتحدث عن التحرير والعودة إلى فلسطين. And he was always talking about liberation, returning to Palestine, etc. وكنا مؤمنين بأن هذا الرجل سيعيد هؤلاء اللاجئين إلى ديارهم. We had trust in him. We thought that he's maybe he's going to definitely help us to go back to Palestine, to return to Palestine. هذا الشاب الزميلي في المخيم كان يتحدث أنه يجب أن نفعل نحن شيئا كفلسطينيين. So my friend thought we should as Palestinians do do thing do something about what's happening. هذا الصديق اللاجئ. This is my friend the refugee. What's his name? عبد الرحمن. و. بدأ يتحدث كان جوابي أنه عبد الناصر سيعيد سيعيدكم نثق في عبد الناصر. So my answer to him was we trust عبد الناصر he will help us to go back to Palestine. ولكن بعد هزيمة عام 1967. But after the war in 1967. هزم عبد الناصر. Jamal Abdel Nasser was defeated. And Israel occupied the whole Palestine, every piece of it. Where did you live during the 1967 war? In Cairo. In Cairo. They also occupied Sina. And Al Julan, in addition to Palestine. Sina and Julan. Oh, Golan. Okay, Sina and Golan. And you're. I'm trying to get this a little bit more personal. So where your family, where were they living during '67? In Amman, since '56. Okay. Every so in Nablus, did you have relatives in Nablus? Of course. Of course, and we still have our house there. And what happened during '67 for them? They still there. And there was no occupation. During occupation, still there. Yeah, but how did the occupation affect their lives? Of course. This hasn't only affected my family, but everyone living in the West Bank. I understand this, but I'm asking about your personal story. Who will have an answer? Okay. La'ailti home. 
After this, after Jamal Abdel Nasser was defeated, and we used to trust that he will be able to make us return to Palestine. We thought that we should do something with our own help. Right. Mean Jamal Abdel Nasser. Because Jamal Abdel Nasser was like a mountain to us, very firm, very strong. But he was destroyed, so we had to do something. So we started the Fidai activity in 1965. Before that. Uh, okay. Oh, but after John Abdel Nasser was defeated, we said this is the solution. We should join these Fidaiyin because they're the one who are resisting. I understand, but I think I heard you saying that in '65 we started something. You and your but friends. No. Uh, it was in Cairo. We started what? We start to think how to what how, ah. what we shall do. Ah. So you join you joined the Feda in 1967. 1967. Ah. And how how is that? How do you do that? Do you go to an office and knock on the door and say I want to be part of this or how how does it work? Tabarruhi kanat. It was all held in secrecy. Mm-hmm. Of course. It was a secret. But is it still is this still secret? Can is this or can you talk openly about it today? Today I fine, I can talk about it. Okay. ما بين طلاب الجامعات. So in 1967, Fatih was also present in Cairo uh-huh. among st- uh, university students. صار الاتصال مع بعض الطلاب في الجامعات وصار تكوين مجموعات مجموعات صغيرة سرية. So we connected with them and they started to form groups. To form many groups, uh, uh, so we can join Fatih. هي بعرفش بالتنظيم كيف يعني كلمة تنظيم بالإنجليزي. مجموعات يعني أصدق تنظيم. تنظيم سري. Ah, like it's like an it was a secret organization. Uh-huh. Is it connected to PLO? How is that relation? No, it is uh, part secret. secret part. Secret part. Yes. 
منظمة التحرير كانت في الأربعة وستين تشكيل من الجامعة العربية. So in 1964, the PLO or the Palestinian Liberation Organization was formed by the League of Arab States. لكن الفدائيين كان عمل سري مختلف. But the Fidaeen was a little separate, let's say. It was a, they had they used to do a different job. Could you describe could you I'm sorry talk Swedish to you. Could you describe it as the politi- PLO being the political arm and the Fedayeen being the military arm? Would that be fair? وسمته جيش التحرير الفلسطيني ولكن تابع للأنظمة العربية. Okay. So ولكن لا 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 يقاتل إسرائيل. But it wasn't fighting Israel. كان تحت قيادة. كان تحت قيادة الجيوش العربية. It was in the hand of the Arab armies. So you joined the Fedayeen. Yes. In 67. And who was the head? Who was your boss? Look. في تلك الفترة. كان طلاب والطلاب كمجموعة ثلاثية أو خماسية. So we were students at that time and students and we made groups groups of three to five students each group. كل مجموعة لا تعرف الأخرى. Each group was not didn't know about the other group. So cells. لل ونخرج المحتلين من الضفة الغربية. So we had many chats inside the cell and we decided that we should get some training, some military training in order for us to be able to fight the occupation, to fight back the occupation. فكثير من الطلاب تركوا دراستهم وذهبوا إلى سوريا. So many students left their school or their university and they went back to Syria. كان هناك سوريا؟ لا، كان هناك في أمقرات للعمل الفدائي في سوريا. So many students left their universities and they went to Syria. لأنه سوريا كانت تدعم العمل الفدائي. Because Syria used to support the fedayeen. لكن 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 في مصر كانت ضد. Ah, but Egypt was against the fedayeen. And did you go to Syria? No, after that. في تلك الفترة بعد الهزيمة صارت معركة جديدة في الكرامة في غور الأردن في العام 1968. So after that in 1968 there was another war that was called Al Karama. It happened here in Jordan. في واحد وعشرين ثلاثة ألف وتسعمية وثمانية وستين. In the 21st of March, 1968. And the general of the Israeli army was Mushadiyan. And he wanted to 
قلت لهم كلهم اه جاي حمله عسكريه اند هي وونت تو كيل اول الفدائيين ذات وير ليفينج ان الغور اريا هير ان جوردن وفي منطقه الكرامه وهي قريه في غور الاردن وحوالي 15000 جندي اسرائيلي 15000 اسرائيلي سولجر وير ابروتشينج ذيس اريا اوف الكرامه ات واز لايك ا فيليج ان الغور وبطائرات ومدفعيه ومجنزرات اراد ان يدخل الى الاراضي الاردنيه دي يوزد بلينز فييكلز كانونز ايفريثينج ودعا الصحفيين الاسرائيليين والاجانب الى نزهه لكي يروا كيف سيقضي على فتح التي هي كالبيضه في يده يستطيع ان يكسرها كما يشاء. So he invited all journalists from Israel to like a picnic. He's calling it like a picnic. Who invited? Moshe Dayan. Yes. So the journalists would see how would he defeat the Al-Fidaiyin inside Al-Karama. وصفها كالبيضه في يده. He described it like an egg in his hand. He can crush it any time. آه لذلك دخل وهو واثق بكل العنجهيه بعد بعد انتصارهم في 67 after their big victory in 1967 mm-hmm. he entered al confident that they would win فبدا العمل واصبح يقاتل في الفدائيين والفدائيين يتصدوا له وراى الجيش الاردني كيف ان الفدائي يستطيع ان يقف امام دبابه بمدفع صغير اسمه الار بي جي خلال من فتره في مسافه 5 متر فقط. So there was after that there was a conflict between the Israeli army and the Fidaiyin and the Jordanian the Jordan army was able also to see how the Fidaiyin the soldiers from our side the fighters were able to stand in front of the RBG. They have RBG to destroy the tanks. Ah, armor. Yes. It's a very short distance, like five meters. Bazookas. Like bazooka, yes. Like bazooka. فالجيش الأردني شاف هذه الشجاعة وال الاستبسال في قتالها. So the Jordan the Jordan army was able to see how courageous the Fidaiyin were and how much bravery they had. ويبدو أن الجيش الإسرائيلي كان يعتقد أن الجيش الأردني لن يتدخل. And I think that the Israeli army thought that the Jordan army won't interfere in this. ولكن الجيش تدخل بعد عدة ساعات. But they did after a few hours and they helped us the Fidaiyin. لذلك كان هناك انتصار عظيم لأول مرة بعد هزيمة 67. So it was a big victory for the first time after we were defeated in 1967. ولأول مرة تترك الجيش الإسرائيلي معداته في أرض المعركة وقتلها. And for the first time the Israeli left their weapons in the field and they were also dead bodies. لذلك كانت تحول كبير بالنسبة لي. Uh, It was a turning point for me. 
كنت أود أن أكون مقاتل فدائي. I wanted to be a fighter, a fidai. After after this after this uh, uh, fight, fight. Uh, so where did uh, you go? لكن uh, أرادت uh, فتح كقائدة للعمل الفدائي أن يكون لها إعلام منفصل. And فتح because it was leading the fidai activities. They wanted to have their own separate media and press, let's say. وتغير موقف عبد الناصر من الفدائيين أصبح مؤيد. إعلامي. صح. آه. وتغير موقف عبد الناصر من الفدائيين وفتح لهم المجال. And Jamal Abdul Nasser changed his view about the fidaiin, and he let them practice their activities inside Egypt this time. وأصبح السر علني. It was a secret. Become became public. واختارت فتح في تلك الفترة الناطق الرسمي باسم حركة فتح وأعلنت اسمه وصورته. And the Fatah movement decided on someone to be their spokesman. طبعاً تم تسمية ياسر عرفات. And it was Yasser Arafat. ولأول مرة يعرف العالم صورته. And they published his name and his picture. And for the first time, the world was able to know that Yasser Arafat is the spokesman that was entitled by Fatah. بالنسبة لي تحول الأمر إلى العمل الإعلامي. صرت كيف صحفي يعني؟ تحول. Me, I wanted to do some journalism after that. مش أنا. مش انت؟ اه مين؟ يعني صار التحول بالنسبه لحركه فتح. مم. تريد عمل اعلامي في القاهره. انت حكيت بالنسبه لي. اه بالنسبه لي. اه يعني بدل ما ان اكون عمل في العمل العسكري مم. طلبوا مني ان اكون في العمل الاعلامي. اوكي سو فور مي اي ديسايدد تو ليف ذا ميليتري ورك اند do um, some media work, journalism work, let's say. So how, how, for how long time were you an active Fedayin before you left for journalism? I didn't have any fight, physical fight, but I wanted to. مش بس أنا معظمنا. Didn't you say that you left the military or something and wanted to go to journalism? Look, when Egypt defeated, so we try to make groups to fight as as students in the universities try to do such things. But after the Karama battle, movement, Fatah movement, wants to make media in order to take some of students from universities to do so. I see. So I change my your work or your mind only my direction to 
the media. Okay, get it. That's what happened. I see. لذلك وافقت مصر على افتتاح إذاعة للفدائيين. So Egypt agreed on establishing the first radio for الفدائيين. طبعا كان في هناك محطة باسم منظمة التحرير الفلسطينية أنشئت بعد إنشاء منظمة التحرير. كيف يعني؟ كان في محطة قبلنا. قبل كانت باسم إيش؟ اسمها صوت منظمة التحرير الفلسطينية. There was another radio before us that were established. It was called uh, the Voice of the Palestinian Liberation Organization. كان رئيس أحمد الشقيري. آه. كان رئيس منظمة التحرير. Listen, we, this is completely short. It's long. You left the road. You're not even on the road anymore. You're, you're on the, in the field somewhere. Over the mountains and down to another side, you know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going there with you. Okay. Not this time. Okay. I have a few questions. Um, did you? Were you ever a fedayeen later on? كنت من الفدائيين بعد ولا قبل يعني قتلت. لا لا. And the objective for your fight, if I'm guessing, is through military power defeating Israel. Is that correct? فبدك تهزم اسرائيل هذا كان الهدف يعني كان الهدف هو ان نخرج اسرائيل من ارضنا ويعود الفلسطينيين الى بلادهم Our main aim or objective was to kick all the Israelis from Palestine and so we can go back to our yeah. homeland But through military force القوه يعني yeah. no. Then I have a question for you sir isn't it uh, very unrealistic goal to a small army fight the world's number four or number five strongest army in the world, the Israeli army, it's number four or five, I don't know which. Isn't this very idealistic, foolish if you want to, and you know, you can call it what you want, yes. it, w- it will never happen, or? طب هذا بالنسبة لك ما كان فهمت السؤال؟ انه كان شيء بعيد المنى الهدف صح. يعني احمق لحال انه تقاتلوا اكبر رابع او خمس اقوى جيش في العالم. لانه وجدنا انه عمل العسكري العربي فشل. We saw that you know the Arab armies failed. لذلك يجب ان نعمل شيء ولو بحرب العصابات. And so we, we, we thought that we should do something on our own. Yeah. Even if we had to do it like gangs or cells. So we thought of what happened, the revolutions that happened in Algeria, in Vietnam. And other countries. We learned from their experiences. Africa. Right. في هذه الفترة أيضا. أرسلنا وفود إلى الجزائر وصار عندنا تدريب في الجزائر أرسلنا إلى فيتنام تدريب في فيتنام ونأخذ التجارب الثورات الفيتنامية والجزائرية ووضع الجزائر تقريبا مثل وضعنا Because what happened in Algeria is similar to what was yeah. happening to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because they were occupied for 130 years by 
France. Yeah, right. Well, and they had settlement inside. Oh, يعني كان كانوا يعتبروها جزء من فرنسا. They considered Algeria part of France. ومع ذلك قاتل الفدائيين الجزائريين سنوات حتى حققوا إنجازهم طبعاً بدعم من الجيران. So the Algerian فدائيين they fought back this occupation and they were able to win. I understand your back. I understand the background. I understand what you're saying, sir. But would you today say that this was a realistic plan? Do you still think this is a real, realistic plan today? Now things are different. We used to look, you know, for the Algerian, for the Vietnamese, and for the Soviet Union. But now things are different. فأصبح هناك مشكلات في المنطقة ككل. Now we have issues all around the region. طبعا عندما كنا نطرح كانت حركة فتح تطرح الدولة الديمقراطية يعني بما فيها الإسرائيليين الدولة الديمقراطية التي يتساوى فيها المسلم والمسيحي واليهودي في دولة واحدة. So when فتح used to talk about solutions, they used to mention a democratic state where Jews, Christians, and Muslims can Muslims can live together and coexist together. هذا كان الاقتراح في العام 1968 بعد معركة الكرامة. This solution was presented or put on the table in 1967 after الكرامة after what happened in الكرامة. والاتحاد السوفيتي عندما تعرف علينا وأصبحنا أصدقاء. And the Soviet Union, after we presented them, we presented ourselves to them, we became friends. قال هذا طرح لا يمكن تقبله إسرائيل. But the Soviet Union told us that Israel won't accept this solution. اقترحوا شيء مقبول نستطيع أن نتكلم فيه مع العالم. They asked us to suggest something else, something that you know they they felt they would agree on, so yeah. we can address them. That's a nego- that's a negotiation. My question to you was, do you still believe in a military victory? Is that still possible? If we were convinced with this, we wouldn't have uh, uh, the Oslo. Uh, uh, 1980, was it? 19, uh, 1993. 1993? Yes. Okay. Oslo, 93. Okay. Yeah. Um, does that also mean that if, when you look back, I mean, it's always, you're always smarter, after, I mean, after things happen, you can be a smart guy, right? It's always easier to look back and say this was right, this was wrong. But, yeah. but it's a stupid question, but does this mean that you uh, regret the first uh, line of militaries that you were going to have a military victory over Israel? Was that... Was that Doomed to fail? Do you regret it, or was it right at that time? طب يعني أول كان direction كنت رح تروح الملتقي العسكري هل تندم على هذا الإشي تحس إنه ما كان رح يزبط؟ أبداً. No, I never regret it. هاي لأنه إحنا وجدنا إنه التعامل كانت إسرائيل دائماً تشن حروب. 
هي كل عشر سنوات هم كانوا يبلشوا يعني ها هم كانوا يبلشوا بالحروب هم دائما كل عشر because, سنين حرب بيكوز اسرائيل واز ذا بارتي ذات ستارتد ايفريثينغ ستارتد ذا وور ايفري ايفن 10 ييرز اوف كورس بت ذا ستراتيجي هاز فيلد رايت يور ستراتيجي هاز فيلد الاستراتيجي فور شور سو يو كان سي ميبي ات واز رونغ ات ذات تايم ميبي ات واز رايت ذات تايم لا كل كل اي دونت كويشن ات ام جست You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking a man who was there at the time yes. when it happened. Okay. كل فترة إلها أسلوبها. Every period has its own particularities and the way of dealing with it. كانت فترة دائما إسرائيل هي المسيطرة هزمت في الكرامة وأصبح التفكير بالعمل السياسي. Uh, Israel was the most powerful party, but they yeah. were defeated in Al-Karama. Right. And they So at the beginning we began with the military activities. Oh. After that, بعدين صار في طرح عالمي إنه يجب أن يكون هناك حل سلمي للمنطقة. But after that the world was talking about a solution, a more peaceful one in the yes, area. Yes. خاصة في عام 49 كان هناك قرار التقسيم. Okay. اللي هو قرار رقم 181 في مجلس الأمن أي عام هذا؟ 1949 1949 قرار 181 181 قرار التقسيم Yes, in 1949 we were talking about dividing Palestine there was a resolution number 118 81 81 there was a resolution number 181 to establish two states Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard about it. <laughs> I, I don't think we have to go on any further. I, I got the best from you. I'm not getting any more that I want. And you did a great job, sir. Thank you. Uh, but you're a politician. <laughs> And I'm in oral history. So there's a little... That's why we have a divide here between us. But it's not on a personal level, of course. I, I uh, enjoyed... I mean, it really, a lot of what you're saying is very, very interesting for me, but not for this podcast. Never It's mind. for me personally very rewarding and interesting. I understand. You know, but that's uh, next time. <laughs> I'll come back and maybe if you want to see me again. So anyway, I want to thank you very much for talking to us. It's been very, very interesting. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.